It's time for the Mindcrack Podcast, episode 161. Crack podcast on this episode we have special guest vex how you doing hi vex? guys vex here <laughs> uh and then we also have uh co-goot magic okay so uh moving <laughs> on <laughs> uh we never introduced the uh the, the norm the normies you know um Anymore. how you doing vex uh it's been a while since you've been on last time yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, and I, no. when you say normies, I can just all I can think of is four chan. When you say normies, I'm sorry. It's true. These guys are kind of like four chan. I never, um, ever, 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 ever have gone to four chan. So I don't. I've always, I've always been so lucky to not have that part of my life, not that in my life. If if we're the normies, then we're not the four chaners. Oh yeah, you're not. I guess okay. If you so know I guess about four chan lore. I see. We'll see that there's 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 exact proof. It that it. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I feel like I'm better You've for never, it. Never like gone to f- like not even. It's just a browser click away. Like, what are you afraid of? I'm sure it's more than a He's browser click away. Things. I have to type shit in the address bar chat. I couldn't just. Okay. I can't just open okay. my browser and start clicking. You're like, like, I don't have you don't, you don't have a four chan button on your yeah you don't <laughs> browser slash b button. You know, but really, you're like that scared. Like, are you scared or is no? It like... I'm not scared of it. I've never heard anything that makes me say, "There's a side <laughs> I feel like I'm meeting in my life, though." So that's a good point. I don't know. I've just you just don't want to lurk. You just don't want to be like, hmm. I don't even know anything about it. I know it's a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my eighty-year-old grandma oh. right now. That was a the joke. legendary oh, hacker for Chan. Yep, legendary hacker fortune. Um, no, I mean, no, I, I know that's a meme, obviously. Um, but no, I don't. I, I, I think I don't know when fortune came about. Maybe I was doing something else with my life at that time that just it wasn't relevant to me. I don't know. I missed it though. Like, came around in like '99. I don't know. Actually, I'm making that's, that. That's up. yeah. That's when I was working a lot. Like I just graduated high school and Been I around didn't for a while. Like it's about you know at the same time like I'm fell out of the gaming world too like whenever the Nintendo sixty four came Have out. Have you ever been the... to, like the something awful forums? No, yeah, actually, yeah. this is a long fucking. Yeah. This right here is a perfect yeah. throwback to uh, what the hell was his name? Holy Beef. What the fuck was his name? The the other oh, beef. Guy. Slow, slow beef. beef. Right. Goddamn. Don't let me fuck this up. I'm not trying to make fun of him. Um, but uh, in, in, whenever this came up forever ago. Uh, pause or someone. I don't know, who was it that brought it up? I don't know. It was Milby. Was Milby that Milby. brought it up, right? Yeah. Um, Milby yeah. And, Milby. and um and <laughs> you know the whenever uh, Total Biscuit contacted me, uh, called me on Skype about this whole drama thing. He was like, "You, you have to know about the something awful forums." I'm like, "Actually, no. I don't know anything." He's like, "No one on the internet's never not been to so something awful." And I was like. Well, you're meeting the guy right now, actually. So, um, yeah, no, I went there once, and it was fairly awful. I think you have to pay to even be a member. At least that was yeah. Like, yeah nowadays you do. Like that like, was my experience then. I like opened it. Time. Yeah, opened yeah, it that at that at that moment whenever we were in that call, and it's I was like, like 07, I, I was like, I'd have to pay to even be here. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, and and so, like, you don't even get like a trial. It's like okay, pay up, and then you get to see what's well, behind the paywall. 
the, the thing no, with actually, it was, I think you can browse. I think you read or something. Co's got the it's, it's just like a highly exclusive community. It's kind of like an internet country club. It like really is. Sorts. It is. Of goons. I, yeah. I had like an internet friend for a little while, many, many years ago, who, who tried to bring me in, and I didn't really get into it, and then they got mad at me, if I remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I put my neck out on the line. <laughs> right. Well, it's like it's hard to get in, you know, like... A lot of people try to get in and just get banned. Like you, you, you have to fit in or you're cast out. So that sounds awful. Yeah. Oh, I guess what? It's in the name. <laughs> I did. Yeah. That wasn't. That was an unintentional pun yeah. there. I think the whole thing started as as a review site, sort of, or like almost like a parody site. It was kind of like you know, there's like the best page in the universe. There was something awful. I think there was a few other sites that were like. Oh that, God, like we're kind of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. That I is. Know. Yeah. Wow, Maddox's stuff. That is old internet. Maddox. He's still he's still trucking. Maddox uh I, you don't you don't know about Maddox either? Wow. Oh Maddox is great. Oh, yeah, he made a oh, he wrote yeah, a book man. called The uh, The Alphabet of Manliness. I I have uh, that book. The uh yeah, I have it too. The um he did the thing with the I can draw better than your kids. He I would love rate those. kids oh, drawings at, like F F minus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking fire truck. Oh my you god. You remember that? Oh my god. Yeah. yeah I, remember I used that. to read his site all the fucking time. And he still makes videos. They're still pretty good. They're still pretty good. Uh, gosh. Old internet days are, like, weird to me. Like, I, I remember back to... What, do you remember on Albano Black Sheep there was, uh, Group yeah. X? Do you remember... Is the Mario Group Twins. Is the Mario a, Twins. Yeah, like, cool. I would tell you how to count all the way to 55. Um, and I saw them in person. There was an actual, they did a real concert at the first RaffleCon in Boston. And it was like the weirdest. It was like, uh, and it was like, even after that, that like it had already sailed and it was, they were weird and they were racist and it was just I'm remembering by remembering where I first saw Mario twins. I'm remembering another site of. Of horrors, which was uh, Style Project. See, I, I knew that. about Style Project. He actually stole something from our website, The Third Shift, like that whole gas mask thing. He like ripped it off from The Third Shift, which is the site we had. Style Project really? is the only one I knew about. Um, but that was mainly because he came in to our 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 shit and stole something. And some reason why he he ended up on our radar or my oh, radar. Man. That site was a cesspool. Do you remember shit. Stick Death? Yeah, of course. I remember Stick Death. I loved that site. I watched that site. I remember yep. I had uh, I was this in programming class out. in high school, <laughs> and I remember I would always sneak around and like not do work, and I would just be watching Stick Death on yep. the schools, using the school's internet to watch Stick Death stuff. Which this is now reminding me of uh, another classic, Rotten dot com. Oh God. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> No, These were the standard set of sites back then, like early two thousands. God, sites. <laughs> I found yeah. a folder uh, in my music folder. It was uh, it was called CS Music, and it was one of my oldest music folders. From uh, it's got shit in there that uh, I would listen to while playing Counter Strike, and it's just mm-hmm. it reeks. It reeks <laughs> of the early two thousands. I'm sure. I also knew uh, it was Counter Strike as soon as you said CS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everybody played uh, Counter Strike for like ten years. The original, I mean. 
God, yeah. Going back to that, like, it almost makes me feel anxious. Like, because I remember also, like, where my head was, like, back then, and, like, all the wrong decisions, and, like... Ah, uh, yes, like, I, was, how... I was garbage back uh, then. Uh, now I'm trash. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm upgraded. Um... I don't have it written down. Uh, so the first thing that I want to talk about is uh, <laughs> genetic engineering. Exciting. Woo! Woo! Um, so... Let's see that. What? Hmm? No, no, go what? ahead. <laughs> I'm so confused. What do you mean? Um, go on. Uh, so Kirk's Zankt. How do you say that guy's username? Uh, uh, they made a video about that. We don't need to cover it. Oh my gosh! It's I in a nutshell. Watch, uh, yeah, in a nutshell, the YouTube channel um, did a video on genetic engineering, and uh, this is actually something that, weirdly, I have already been thinking about. I'm currently reading a book about. Um, is that what you're clearing like, space behind you for? Is it the genetic, genetic engineering, engineering going on in the background? Yeah, yeah. definitely, absolutely. Yeah, no, I've been thinking. You know, I need a career change. This YouTube thing's not gonna last forever. You can see some of his uh, his early genetic experiments on the shelf there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Looks That's like the, uh, well. the the bodiless cat, you know. Severed heads. Bodiless all kinds of severed heads. I, yeah, all bodiless. That's kind of my thing Should right now. Those. You know, it's like my my uh, my trademark, you know. Um, anyway, so I've been reading a book on uh, it's basically privacy in the in the digital age and also like what you can expect, like what is constitutional now, what is it's kind of very focused on law stuff. It's um, uh, an audio, uh, uh, audible thing that I'm listening to. Anyway, they, they're mentioning uh, things like genetic engineering. You know, at what point do laws break down on what you own and what is you yeah. and, like, all this weird stuff. So I'd like, actually, like... Do you hold the copyright it, on your DNA? Exactly. Chain. Like, who owns... Yeah, the the... <laughs> anti-cancer gene that you have inside of your body, you know? And then are you allowed to pass that on to your kids and stuff like that? Um, So so, where's the law stand on that right now, as an example? People can patent it. People like drug companies have already patented such things. Yes, exactly. Um, So, uh, but then Kirchgesant, in a nutshell came out with this video on genetic engineering and uh, watching it, it's really interesting because when reading the book I was just reading, uh, it, it explained it as something that was basically a fictional technology. They were, they were kind of explaining it as a, haha, this will never happen, but if it did, what would we do? And what the In a Nutshell video is explaining is there's a new technique called CRISPR, uh, which uses some of the cell's already built-in abilities. Uh, It uses those abilities to rewrite DNA in living cells, uh, like they would uh, use to to fight off... to fight off viruses. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a technique that cells use to fight off viruses and keep that uh, information inside of their DNA. And so you hijack that, and instead of keeping it inside their DNA, they could rewrite DNA. They could, they could move stuff around, and they could do all sorts of stuff. So, you know, one, it, it brings up in my mind whenever a superhero was, like, injected with something, and then 
they like their DNA changed. In my mind, I was, I was like, that would never happen. Like, you can't change the DNA of a living thing. Like, you have to clone it, change the DNA before it is alive, and then it gets the DNA. Like, there's no way to change DNA in a living, like, all living things, all the DNA is changed. But it actually can happen. And it's in, like, just that first thing, like, blows my mind that you'd be able to say, do a cancer vaccine that changes your DNA in your entire body, and now your entire body's DNA is different. Mm. Like, how crazy so you is can, that? you can have the Star Trek pill that knocks out lung cancer in two hours. Exactly, exactly. Or then it you starts, could... Sorry, you can say it starts getting to then picking blue eyes in your baby. Exactly. Uh, and then and blue starts... eyes in you now! Like, that's well, the yeah, crazy that's thing. But, but you can, you can like... pick what child you want, basically. Totally, totally, and that that was the next kind of part of the video is, yeah. is and also once you get to that point, like once you get to the point where uh, parents are allowed to choose aspects of their children, like the whole world as we know it is totally just screwed over, like completely gone, completely not the same, because you're going to have these children who are basically super children, they never get sick, they, don't, they probably will age slower, they'll have perfect eyesight, amazing hair, you know. And if it becomes cheap enough, it's like, why wouldn't you? Why, why, you know, you, you, it, it's almost a responsibility to make sure that your child has the best life that they can have. And you have to, you almost have to fucking genetically modify them. I like your list of priorities there, Chad. What if he becomes cheap enough? So they'll they'll never get sick. They'll age slower. They'll perfect eyesight, and also amazing hair. <laughs> that was it was brought up in the video. It was like oh, they okay. could have great hair. They could have you know blah blah blah. Yeah, no, <laughs> the reddest hair. The, the reddest <laughs> hair. It, weird colors of hair. Yeah. I for one welcome our post-human overlords. I mean, seriously, like a, the thought I had here is like you know we always. I think you kind of assume, like, with sci-fi and stuff like that, uh, you see, like, humans and then all these other different types of uh, creatures and characters and things, and all this time you just think, oh, those are aliens from other places. But in actuality... No, they're, they're only they're just, they're other humans. They're, they're just future furries. <laughs> and you can just... <laughs> I'm a wolf. They now. are. Yeah, yeah I didn't think about that. Now. This is going to be amazing man. for the furry community. You know, you just take a, a shot or a pill, become a furry... I, um, on, on, on a serious side, I mean, if they can genetically wipe out most uh, illnesses, then that's, you know, less uh, pressure on hospitals and, you know, health services in general, which means there's only really going to be idiots that fall over that get taken these places. But on the other hand, right. if, if everybody's going to be a pandemic by, of height-related issues. By idiots, he means poor people. Healthy, then... <laughs> Um, we're going to have an overcrowding problem. I mean, don't worry, the drug companies Elysium. lobbyists will make sure this isn't uh, readily accessible for the, the next 30 years, for sure. Got to keep making that money. Yeah. <laughs> Cynically, I don't, I don't, probably I don't, the reality is that if something like this exists, we won't know it exists for a long time before I, I, it does. That's so, and that then, seems so crazy. You don't think... You just that look if at the you history could have, of... you could sell for a million dollars each a pill that is guaranteed to wipe out cancer, 
that the drug companies aren't going to sell that? Well, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. Because I think that if something like that did exist, then Steve Jobs would still be alive. And all these other billionaires and millionaires that have died. Well, I don't know about that, because Steve Jobs refused all medical treatment. Instead, he tried to some bunch of homeopathic bullshit. Maybe he could have lived longer. He had viable treatment I'm options. I'm not talking about... I mean, yes, obviously, I agree with that. I agree with that, absolutely. I'm just saying that if there was a magic thing that you could get if you were rich that would you know, cure you, then you would get it. Speaking of magic... Then they wouldn't die. Let's look at Magic Johnson. That man used to have AIDS. <laughs> He's got money. He True. does not have it anymore. <laughs> Just saying. I don't think that that's hundred percent true for anybody listening out there. Here's here's I feel like in reality, uh, there's going to be scientists who work on this. I don't think it exists yet. I think scientists will be excited about their findings, and I don't think the drug companies <clears throat> have such a hold on the world that it's not going to get published it's not going to be talked about on the internet it's not going to be shown off that the public isn't going to know about it all i'm saying is is that there are things today that are extremely beneficial they're not magic bullets that just cure a thing and completely or whatever but we have things that are much more mundane that people need access to everybody knows about these things including scientists or whoever people who can make this stuff and give me an example. Are you talking about like like screen-in shelters to fight mosquitoes, like, or are you talking about like vaccines, or like some a pill? Well, I mean, you're kind of hitting a bunch of stuff where there's, <laughs> okay. there's stories like okay. that. I mean, there's stories for all of that stuff out there that people who need access to these things don't get access to them, which is why we have charities that have to go and try to give access to people to these things because of the you know drug companies and the the way things are, and laws, and governments, and so on and so forth. I'm just saying, I don't have hope for this big magic pill being made available to everybody instantly. I think something like that will go through a lot of... Uh... Oh, yeah. I, and I, you... I'm positive there's going to be dissenters, too. There's going to be people who, who are, oh, you know, well, sure. vaccine types that, that don't want this at all. They think that, you know, now, you know, change my DNA. No, thank you. Get out of my body. Do you um, think it's go- it will get quashed by medical companies or no. like, like, you know, the water engine cars that obviously exist? But... <laughs> no. But this I, I stuff is I... always like on the brink of conspiracy theory. But there are yeah. things that you can look at. Like uh, I saw something or heard, I don't know where I saw or heard this. And uh, I probably shouldn't even throw it out there since I can't <laughs> citation it. But... And the, the black helicopters will be coming. <laughs> Not that nuts, but some people there say there was something with like the uh, the alcohol lobby. What was it doing? It's something about marijuana, I think. Like they they lobby to try to make marijuana no, yeah. seem worse than alcohol. I saw. Did you see this? No, but um, I know that, that that marijuana is illegal because the it was quashed by the paper industry. Well, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, for, that's I've heard yeah. that too. Yeah, old in the past. I've I mean, I think that this. that's. I think there's truth to that. I'm just saying that even recently. You know, they, they and, do uh, things and the drug to, companies badge. to hurt When I was in college, things. I did a report on the, um, the history of, uh, of cannabis in the United States, and it was basically uh, the drug companies got a, they dragged a doctor to go testify to Congress and just scare the shit out of Congress because they, you can't patent, they couldn't patent a plant 
and so yeah. Right. Yeah, I just I went and looked it up. It was actually a WikiLeak. Um, the alcohol industry has been paying, so says this headline, to stifle pot legalization. They've been lobbying to uh, yeah. Because once once people can't once people can get high, they're not going to get drunk as much. Basically. Well, n not only that, but I think that they probably realize because lots of people have said this before that the you know if you compare marijuana effects to alcohol effects there is this weird thing of like alcohol has been legal well ever since prohibition and it has ended. in some ways you know yeah ever since prohibition ended uh <laughs> it has in some ways more negative effects than yeah. marijuana does so the, they probably uh you know realize this and are trying to cut that off at the pass long before everybody feels like yeah why why is this like this I mean, you've seen all the stuff sense. From, from Exxon, too, as, as far as global warming and the effects of CO2 emissions, those sort of things. Like, right. they had tons and tons of research, and, uh, yeah. And then, meanwhile, yeah. They're, they're lobbying against it. So, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's crazy. It's self-preservation. Mm -hmm. It's self-preservation is what it is. And that's what I'm saying would happen with the drug companies. They're billion-dollar right. companies, and they are going to try to self-preserve if something like that – if they see something like that coming, they're going to they're gonna put out, you know, probably – propaganda about it like it changes yeah. your dna it'll it'll make you into like a weird yeah. lizard look at, person look at this story of this person who now didn't have this problem and now does and the whole system's so slow that they can't help her you know they can't rewrite her dna to or him his dna yeah. to fix yeah it. they'll they'll take the slight problems or the the one-off problems and yeah kind of i mean you see up. that with everything but still i feel like if there is something there, it is universally wanted by almost everyone on the planet to live longer and live healthier. And if there is money to be made, I think that there is a strong incentive for the markets to correct, even if there are companies with entrenched interests to shut it down. And I don't think that that it's not going to... I don't think... Like, look at electric cars, right? Electric yeah, cars say. are a great example of, like, all. there's so much industry. Car industry, oil industry, which is humongous, makes tons of money. I mean, uh, the manufacturing industries that make the parts for these cars that fall apart. Like, huge industry. Like, a big portion of America's GDP is in cars. And uh, still, we have an electric car. Yeah, right. but it also took 50 years of people yeah. lobbying and preventing it from happening. It happened, we, we are it happened eventually, but that's what we're saying. saying we're saying expect the same. This stuff will never happen. We're saying expect the same bullshit that went that we yeah. had to go through to get to the point yeah. of electric car. You're, you're like making our argument. We, so we are gotta stick or, the, we're ten or stick twenty the Ron years Paul behind. Joke. It's happening up on the screen. Huh? So, um, so uh, Tesla are, are kind of having it with the auto driving cars as well at the moment because there's been two, I think, crashes recently that the, the auto driving is supposedly you know, part of. Um, and so they're getting a lot of flack about that. And you can tell that somebody somewhere is trying to push this as a bad idea. Oh, of course. Even though there's probably been, what, 20,000 crashes exactly. in That's the what... same period of time by normal people. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, yeah. and the I, I think that also with the dissemination of the Internet, good ideas flourish faster because 
everyone can look at each other. You know, the world is basically uh, built out of conversations. And on the internet, conversations happen faster than anywhere else. And so the if the conversation is, there's been two accidents by self-driving cars that are potentially life-threatening. You know, the next sentence on the internet is, you're an idiot because there's been thousands of fatal Death. accidents by humans <laughs> on the road in that time, you know? Uh, I, feel, I feel like you're like the, the little good angel and I'm the, <laughs> the little uh, unhappy devil. But I would say that it, it, it also allows for the spread of misinformation very rapidly, it's too. True. And people who, people who typically accept misinformation are able to accept it at a much faster and wider rate than ever before. The right. people that tend not to look beneath the surface or look past the headline, which right. may sound like I did earlier with that thing, but I, I've read the article. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I mean, the headline needs to be comparing, like, kilometers driven, yeah. you know, for every crash. Like, safe kilometers exactly. driven for every crash. Like, some rate exactly. that you can compare. Exactly. I mean, it, it, I mean, yeah. It, yeah it, there's there's, less there's so many ways through statistics to show that self-driving cars to to this yeah, because I, I think I you know that's a good point is maybe self-driving cars have only driven a few thousand miles and now we've had two accidents where if a an, a a normal a average person drove that same amount of time they wouldn't have those two accidents. That's a good and point. Also, you need to, to be able to the park the car fleet is brand new, and newer cars are safer, so there's going to be less fatalities anyway just because they're brand new cars, where if you take gas-powered cars, for example, like that's there's all kinds of old shitty cars that don't have good safety features on the road that are going to bring yeah. that average down. So even, even if you look at like miles-driven per statistics, you'd have to do it, you'd have to compare it to like brand new cars versus self-driving cars. Something but that I realized, by the really way, is... That's really technical and probably doesn't sell headlines as well, does it? No, no, definitely not. Um, uh, I think it was NPR or... Yeah, it was NPR did an article on the most common job in every state. And uh, it shows it from 1978 to 2014. If you take the little thing and go all the way to 2014... Uh, oops, I changed yours. Uh right now the most common job in most states is truckers and in 1978 it was secretaries and they do a job of explaining <laughs> that in 78 we didn't have computer and secretaries were basically needed to book appointments you know like do all the things that basically take computers notes. do take notes uh, yeah, hold your contacts. I mean, all that, all that stuff. And so you see them being phased out. And now, 2014, you see these truck drivers in almost every state. It's like way over half the states are truck drivers. Uh, now, they mentioned that there's a few reasons that there's so many is, A, the classifications group in things that you wouldn't typically think of as, like, truck drivers that are on the interstate they they loop in things like uh postal uh, uh employees who uh you know deliver things or um uh tractor drivers so people who are like 
constantly driving tractors for stuff. Anyway, so it's it's a little bit skewed in in that respect. What about uh, ice cream trucks? See, I bet that would be a truck driver. I'm sure. I'm sure of it, right? Um, uh, now, what the first thing that popped in my mind was... Oh, man, I never thought about lobbyists. automatic ice cream trucks. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. Yeah, an ice cream truck Uber app where you're like, I would like ice cream delivered here right now. There's already uh, like, you just stick that's a already a thing, Chad. On the side of a robotic car. But that yeah. was a... a was it a thing? I yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you can Uber get you can get thing you can get food briefly. delivered through Amazon. Oh yeah, any kind of food, oh, yeah, yeah, any yeah. fast food. So you can get fresh. like a... yeah, you're right. What did you say there, Vex? Right. You stick just stick a vending machine on the side of a self-driving car, and off you go. <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah, just like tape a, it on yeah, there. Right. You know, it's like a rolling Japanese uh, convenience mean, store. When back yeah, and when I was used fannies. when I was at college, <laughs> you used to be able to phone up a number and a guy drive around and sell you weed. Yeah, that's you know. Of course, it would be weed. Yeah, and Cal, we've just digressed from there. Um, do you think that the that the truck driver unions will like stop self-driving cars? That's the thing that I think would really stop self-driving cars. Yeah, I read an article cars. recently about uh, them trying to fight because it was recently uh, about three months ago. Though they they, they did the first uh, cross cross United States automated eighteen wheeler. Um, it went from California to, to the East Coast. And there's already tons of lobbies and unions trying to slow Stop. down the progress. Yeah, the Teamsters this. Union is pretty and requiring strong, like requiring that even even if this is a thing, it still should have a a human in right. there um, to That's make sure exactly that bet. they're still getting paid the same number of 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 amount per mile and all these things. It's, Please yeah. don't fire us. No. Right. Yes. So. Exactly. We don't want to lose our jobs. Absolutely. And that's what like I'm like I, once I saw that map, I was like, I don't know if. Uh, I, I kind of expected that within 10 years, you know, there'd be tons of cars without steering wheels. Those, like, super sci-fi cars that the inside is just all hollow and you can you have a table, you just lay down or whatever. I don't know if that's going to be true if truck drivers basically require that every single car, you still have to have a driver, you still have to have a wheel and so that... They can keep their jobs. That was yeah. like, oh man! Yeah. Think of all the advantages, though. You could have an automated vehicle party car that's just like a bouncy castle. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like crazy, like insane ideas of like just and whatever. That... I, my my car, I take out everything and just put mattresses in, and I just take a nap from place to place. Back to that that ice cream truck. I wouldn't want to order it. I want it. I just want it to be. Just it just comes around, so still, you still have the cool like. Still the nostalgia. What's that sound? You know, you're just like, oh, I think I hear. Yeah, it doesn't even have ice cream in it. You can't. It doesn't stop anywhere. It just drives, and plays music. Is what? that what you're saying? You said you wouldn't even want to order. No. Is that what you said, Co? No. no, I said I wouldn't. Well, he Chad said he wouldn't like, want you could to Uber say like order Uber on your phone, like have oh, this ice, automatic gotcha. ice cream truck come to you, come to you. I just want it to be like a surprise. Like, it's just a robot that goes around and, oh my gosh, the robot's here. <laughs> well, you remember Taco Bell tried to do the, the drones, kind of like Amazon drones in New York City, and they got shut down. Um, and uh, on, on, on the note of fast food, um, all the talk of the $15 minimum wage, every, every fast food company's ramped up their, their automation process to try to re replace the average worker as well. So all of these things where it's going to cost the, the, the company more, they're going to try to go to, towards computers, I feel. And I think things like unions are not going to really slow some of this down, that and lobbyists.
Yeah. Well, it's you know we do have to consider the the casualties of these things. I mean, we ha- we have to continue to progress, but it does suck that there's there's going to be a lot of bystanders. Yeah, I read. Get, get crushed by that. It was like a year ago or so. I was reading about the number of people. You know, Chad talked about this map. I saw that same map too. But it's something like over fifty percent of the United States population is driving in some form for their job. Um, so it's like yeah. that is by far the largest. Like, I mean, what do you do if all those jobs are just immediately replaced? Yeah. I don't, I don't know Delivery how the economy survives that. And... I, don't know. I mean, well, it has, has to, to, it has to adapt. Classes of jobs that have been replaced with technology, and can I mean, we see the effects on society out there? Like, get a we we have seen. I mean, if you if, yeah. if you look at the Midwest, wild speculation. the Midwest, I think, has shown is is a good like example of what happens when things are either moved away in in mass or automated away because the midwest where i grew up was very dependent on factories that's exactly what i was going to say yeah it was all factories look at detroit yeah. detroit is a wasteland now and yeah. it used to be this happening you know the place where cars are made and now it's yeah. it's like you could go there if you want to make like a post apocalyptic movie you could film it there entirely yeah. Now the thing with the Detroit two things is the, that is that the factories are gone. It's not. It's, there's not factories with robots in Detroit. The factories are just gone. Right. But we're there's globalization. They are, they are, they saying, it's a combination. Both of those things happened. I mean, automation in factories in general, all over, did happen. There's also the factor of those factories moved out of the states to you know Mexico, China, elsewhere in the world. But it's both of those things had an effect on that area. Yeah, and and it actually mentioned uh, this in this article is what is with all the truck drivers. And the thing it says is truck driving has been immune to the two biggest trends affecting U.S. jobs, globalization and automation. And so if it can be done somewhere else, it's, it's out of America. If it can be done by robots, you know, same sort of thing. And so... Those what is are happening? The, I don't know. That, what, are you, what are you up to there? <laughs> Playing with Legos? <laughs> I think he's automating. Some he's, screws? He's whatever it is, it's, it's he's automating. <laughs> <laughs> he's automating. Yeah, I mean, any anything in in markets that have been affected by globalization and automation are exactly the same thing that's going to happen to truck drivers. You know, it's it's happened before; it'll happen again. And well, other industries have lost people through it. I mean, they shouldn't be immune, should they? Exactly. I mean, I don't think that the, that truck drivers are immune. And, and the other thing is, if there's any I mean, otherwise, way of we hope... should have made the cotton gin illegal, right? Right. Exactly. Right. Right. What the heck? Everything um, must be manual labor forever. No machines. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think anybody wants um, that. No. Um. Uh, I forget what I was gonna say. But uh, oh, oh, it won't happen immediately. Is that's the that's the only ray of, of light is it will happen gradually over years. It's expensive to replace equipment. It is it is hard to do that and uh, automate. And I mean we're not even there yet. So uh, the other yeah. course is the, the Simpsons did it. I think there's also a certain sort of inevitability. Like you you have to be society just adapts. It always adapts and. But, like I was pointing out about you know the Midwest and, and Detroit and so forth, there's all, all this fallout from the the removal of the factories. You know, 
people have to move or get different jobs or whatever, but it's not like this hasn't happened before. It happens on sort of like a regular kind of cycle. Right. I, I think I, rem- uh, I forget who I was talking to, but um, he said uh, that the oh God, which era was it? The Industrial Revolution. He says the Industrial Revolution was ugly. Nobody denies that. People, you know, workers were replaced, you know, super quickly after they got hurt and all that stuff. People got hurt all the time. People got hurt all the time. You know, (laughs) OSHA wasn't even a thing. You know, like industrial revolution was ugly. It was pollution. I mean, and on almost every respect, it was the most, it was the ugliest thing in America's history to, to a degree, to a point. Uh, But, it was required to be where we are now. You know, it's like there are going to be bad times to get to the future, basically. Um, so, I don't know. I hope it all works out in the end. You know, be optimistic or whatever. Yeah. Just because we can't see what what would happen. To, if, if we automated all truck driving jobs away, there would be a fallout period. But we just don't know what the next job that the most people are doing is. I was there's about to some, say there's probably something. I was wondering, like you know, you, you got the map of what people are working right, what what job people hold right now. I'd love to see a map of what people are aspiring to to do right now. Like, what is everyone going to college or planning on doing right now? What's what's the what's the people that are you know seniors in high school planning? What's the people that are you're about to graduate college? What are they what are they planning on doing right now? Where's where's everyone working? Where's the where's the world going? Bloggers. I mean, really, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering, like, there's only, there right. can only be so many consumers and there can only be so many content creators, so what the fuck is everyone else doing? Like, what, the people that are just consumers, they got to work somewhere, and you can't, it can't just be fast food, it can't be a bunch of lawyers, like, lawyering all the time, like, what's, what's everyone doing? I feel, I feel like we are headed towards a weird future where everybody is just, I think content creator ends up just becoming how we socialize in the future, as opposed to... Like, right now, we kind of see it as we're making things for people to consume. But it's so uh, achievable by such a wide number of people, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. You know, right. at, at what point does it just become what everybody does and how everybody socializes? But advertising companies can only pay so much. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. not everyone could be a content creator, because if everyone's a content creator, who's paying the advertisers... I guess the companies, I guess the I Coca-Colas mean, are paying the, for the people to sit at home to talk about Coca-Cola. God, it's a big circle jerk. Maybe. I mean, there's a few things. It's like America might just become where all the knowledge workers live and they sell to the rest of the world that is like actually doing the manufacturing and stuff like that. I mean, economics is a difficult thing to, to wrap your head around. Um, but, it, but there's also, there's plenty of jobs still in education and... Uh, you know, yeah, management as technology and changes, sort of stuff. The, the, the jobs shift. I mean, there's not a lot of people now down coal mines digging coal, but there are people in, um, say, Amazon warehouses moving boxes. So, the, the, which changes, is highly automated, by the way. Which is highly automated. Yes, it's probably the best example. But um, it's still a, it's still a quite a large employer, and, and you know, the, things shift. Um, so just because one industry dies off doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's going to be destitute and out of work. Uh, another technology will come along that will need people 
Probably. Like like you know, the the, the Gigafactory, you know. Yeah. Mm. That 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 was so, five years. Or there is a robotic truck fleet manager. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Programming. I've often wondered if, if there could if there could be like a uh, a first world, third world flip flop as well. If we reach some sort of uh, like crit critical mass where because you know like jobs are eliminated and the economy is sort of like it's it's too many consumers it's just consumers only not enough workers not enough jobs and stuff like that to where the first world collapses because it was too consumer focused and then the factories move back to the first world countries and the third world countries grow 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 because now they have like this consumer status and they have much more money Hmm. Could that happen, do you think? Yeah. Wealth transfers happen all the time, and they're cyclical. Yeah, but that one would be like a really massive... That would be a worldwide flip-flop that I don't think has really happened. I don't think there's any example of it happening, um, except for on a much smaller scale. I think there is, and it was about... Oh, fuck. It was about 500 years ago. Is basically um, cycles between Eastern and Western prominence. Hmm. And so, uh, you would have to go to, uh, I think, like, wealth cycles to read about it. But that's mostly about um, investing advice, not a history lesson, but there was some history mixed <laughs> in there. Gotcha. There is a Business Insider article about uh, here's the college major that defines each state, and they have two maps. They have one that is a disproportionate map that is basic. I don't exactly understand how they're, they're coming up with uh, the dis disproportional findings. Um, and then there's another map that is just the most common major in the United States. 35 of the 50 states' most common major is business management and administration. But I'm seeing lots of things like... Elementary education, psychology, uh, general <laughs> education. There's lots of education. There's a lot of engineering uh, of so different types. Nuclear engineering, petroleum engineering. Nuclear. So that is the disproportionate map. The top oh. map is the disproportionate map. So mm. basically they tried to skew the numbers to kind of make it a little bit more interesting. Like, uh, here's how they explain it. Um, these are not the most common degrees held by the residents of the states, but instead degrees held at a disproportionately high rate. For example, 332, sorry, 23,000 Floridans held uh, a degree in criminology out of 3.7 million residents of that state who have at least a bachelor's degree. This gives a rate of about 40 or 64, I can't say numbers, holy crap, 64 criminology degree holders out of every 10,000 bachelor degrees holder, holders overall in Florida. I don't um, exactly understand why they decided criminology was the disproportionate one, but... They're probably familiar with the Florida man subreddit. No. <laughs> um, so, but whenever it goes down to the actual, like, uh, result, in 35 states, the most common major is business management administration. Right. Wow. Okay. I can shed a little bit of light on that. I almost majored in criminal justice, and the reason was because it's like a, I viewed it as a safe backup. There's always going right. to be crime. Because right. um, cause you need a lot of places, you need a college degree to be a police officer now. Like, yeah. if you don't have a four year degree, you ain't getting to be a police officer. And, and also, there's all kinds of paralegal work and 
um, a lot of government jobs related to um, crime, like a lot of pa- paperwork jobs for the government that you could do right. with a criminology major. So it, it's kind of like a backup is what I was, right. I was viewing it as. So yeah. Right. There you go. Right. Uh, so anyway, that's, I mean, if you look at this, it's like a whole bunch of like, it, you know, it, I think it's easy to forget about what all the jobs are out there. There's all the paper pushing jobs. There's just cleanup jobs, nursing. I mean, agriculture, forestry, oceanography, you know, science and, and technology. And I mean, there's just a ton of freaking jobs out there. Um, well, tons, tons of just, majors, maybe not jobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess uh, not tons of majors. Jobs. Tons of majors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always felt like the 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 way to get a job is to be so outstanding that people can't afford to not hire you. You know, um, you're overqualified. But, then, I, I, yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> but it's you're like, fired. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's a definitely a, uh, that happens a lot. In fact, that's that happened with, with me. I was like. I needed I needed an editor, and there were a few editors that were like, "Oh, I have thirty years experience." Blah blah. blah. I was like, "I I just want a college kid. Like, I don't I don't want I don't want someone who's gonna know more than me." Um, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. What, what were you saying, Vince? Um, uh, that's what happens with police. If you're too smart and too overqualified, um, they won't hire you because the the rational uh, behind that rationale behind that is. It costs like fifty thousand dollars to train you, and if you get bored of the job and quit, they're out that money. So they they don't want somebody right. who's going to get bored. And if you're too smart, you're going to get bored of it. Hmm. I'm I never dead thought serious. of it like that. Yeah, I want. Is that? Do you think that that's the case? Like in a widespread way? Like other? Yes, it is. Other? Yeah. Uh, I, that's, that's 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 quite a lot of different um, jobs as well. Because I mean, quite often you get told you're overqualified and that is a catch-all for you're not going to stick around because you get bored of this job i tried to get a job at mcdonald's a couple years ago just for fun when i was doing this was like two years ago and they wouldn't hire me yeah i told them i was like i'll work minimum wage i don't care and they were like no you're qualified i i I feel like i should have like just lied on my resume and just been like i've never had a job before before. i'm partially homeless yeah i picked my days while serving food I thought it'd make fun YouTube content if I could talk about it, but it didn't didn't work. See <laughs> the sacrifices you made. You'd be fired so fast. Like, oh, I probably like wouldn't you made care a video enough. Talking about a customer. Oh, yeah. Well, they would never know. No one watches my shit. That works. Yeah. At my local. McDonald's. That's what everybody says who gets burned. <laughs> hmm. uh, I guess moving on. Good. Uh, you're the next story. Oh, um, I just wanted to mention that uh, the Apple Watch 2 is coming out. And I was I mainly only put it in here because I was curious, because uh, me and Chad's the only one in think here that has one. Um, I was curious if yeah. Chad's going to buy one. I know Chad, normally you buy all the all – the, you don't even wear yours anymore, huh? I'm not even wearing mine anymore. It's, it's, just, my, it's too much. My, my it's first too impression much. is that I'm astonished that they're making a sequel to that. Wasn't yeah. it a, pretty much a failure, like a big failure? I don't think so. I mean, they they – they sold well enough. They don't. They don't sell like an iPhone does. Um, but uh, I read a couple of different articles about it. They're looking for just information on what, what exactly they're changing or whatever. And they're still expecting to sell six million in the first week. So six million watches. That's that's a lot of watches, right? <laughs> people, people don't yeah. learn, do they? 
I mean, I don't know what I there mean, is to learn. I like mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what there is to learn. Yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed mine. Um, I just don't think it did enough for me. Uh, there's a few things that I really found essential, like doing voice dictation to, to messages, um, you know, through the, just the watch, uh, getting notifications. That was humongous, but that was mostly humongous when I had a job, like, that I was getting notifications of constantly, like, emails that I had to respond to within minutes. Um... I don't know. Like, the only thing is, I think, A, it's frustrating for me to just wear something on my wrist. I think that that, that is sort of like an a, a, a obstacle. And so in order for them to be able to make me put something back on my wrist, I don't think it's possible for them to create the product. It needs to be way slimmer. It needs to have way better battery life. And then... That's about it, really. I just want it thinner and way better battery life. Well, they it, say they're going to the double the battery same. life. Um, see, for me, it lasts about two days. I don't only charge it about every two days. I don't. I don't do that, but it did. Um, whenever, like, I've gone two days without charging it. So, in several cases, like at a convention and stuff. But I agree with the the thickness of it. It's pretty thick for a watch. Um, but uh, also management. I hated managing it. What do it's you like mean? if I had to update it. I had to update it. It was like a <laughs> process. It was ridiculous. It's just like three clicks. And then, and then also like figuring out which apps on my phone also have watch companion apps. And then like making sure they sync. That was a pain in the butt. That sounds uh, a lot of hard work. Well, you know, I guess I don't use it to that degree as much. Like, I like it for my home security stuff. I like the calendar aspect of it. You know, I, I know I can easily look and see, and it reminds me. Um, what I, I had to get up in the middle of this podcast because I got a voicemail, and I wanted to listen to it, and I only knew that because um, my watch told me that I got a voicemail. Right. I have to say, my watch has has earned its keep just from sat-nav. Um, when, when, I, don't know, I don't know how the Apple Watch does it, but when I'm driving down the road... It, Pops up, you know, the next thing on the watch, and it's so much easier just to do that. Does it like does it like <laughs> tap like tap twice on your wrist for left and three times on your wrist for right? That sort of thing. No, it just it just comes up on the bottom mm. of the screen. That's what the Apple Watch does. It'll let you know which way you need to turn when your when your turn's coming up. Or thing. I don't use that a lot because I don't drive a lot, but. Um, but yeah, the only thing they're really adding is they're doubling the ba- supposedly these these are all rumors, but they supposedly it's from a reliable source. Um, the the thickness is the same, the screen size, all that stuff's the same. They're going to double the battery life, and they're adding GPS. They say they're not going to add LTE compatibility until the next year. So it's still not you're still going to have to have your your your, uh, your phone. phone, yeah. So to me, that's the big like. And people ask me all the time, "Would you? Should you buy one?" And I always say, "Not, not unless all of these things that I use it for make sense for you, or you've already researched yeah. it. You know it'll make sense." I don't recommend it to anyone unless they they really need it. <laughs> but anyway, I yeah, tried, I tried the phone watch combo thing, and I just not the Apple Watch, of course. So maybe I didn't have the the luxurious experience that it provides. <laughs> I uh, I feel like almost anything that the watch can do for you doesn't really it doesn't do enough that it makes me feel like I have to that I, that I am getting anything out of it other than just bringing the phone up like I still have to bring my hand up why not just bring the phone up with my hand and look at the phone you know right 
Yeah, I don't. I don't um, disagree with that. Really, there's been occasions where, right. like, one, okay, here's a good example. I was I was moving from one gate to another in an airport, and the Delta app let me know that my gate had changed, and I had like bags and shit. And my phone was in my pocket, so I was easily able to turn my wrist over and see, oh shit, my gate's changed. Whereas I would have had to like set my shit down, but I still I would have managed, right? I would have set my shit down right. if I yeah. if I had felt my phone vibrate in my pocket, I probably would have got to my still. gate, realized it changed, and then had to deal with the issue. Um, I'm just saying, like a lot of that stuff argument. feels like small beans to me, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. but the thing is, it's an object of convenience. Like, I think that anyone I'm saying who it's, has, I'm saying it doesn't really give you that much convenience, right. in my opinion, to justify its existence over like, a phone. Right. I, I guess for me, argument. like, I, I guess I wanted to watch either way. So it's it, price wise, like, like I know, like Beef, he spends like twice as much on just his watches, and all they do is tell the time. Um, so like <laughs> that's for, a fashion thing i guess um well for me like the the con this adds enough convenience and i love like like at the gym and stuff like it tracks all my all my health related things it you know all that stuff's like an easy display like i don't know i like i like some of those things like the temperature i can tell you what temperature is outside right now i can tap it once and tell you what the temperature could be and the weather for the next uh, 24 hours like again, you I, had I can pull. You had something with the fitness thing because it's got features in it that are only really doable with a specific device, like a Fitbit or something like that. So that you had something, but then when you went over to what was that last thing you started? The temperature, forgot, the I, weather. The yeah, temperature. it's it's all in just one glance, though. I guess everybody has that on the on the cover of their phone. Sure. Also, just one glance. Well, that's I mean, not on my cover, again, but bringing up your phone versus just doing, you know what I mean. I don't know. I yeah, guess. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like like there's stuff that I would have missed if if I had to pull my phone out of my pocket uh, versus it, it, a display permanently on my wrist, which is just a glance away. Um, like if you're uh, mid conversation, I, I think a good example is you get a text or um, or a tweet or something like that, and you're mid conversation with someone. I can glance at my wrist really quick and, and engage. If this is important, something super important, I need to pull my my phone out and look like a total dick. And then they think that you're saying, "Hurry the fuck up!" Okay, I got fucking got places to be. What the <laughs> fuck time is it, man? God, this conversation's going on forever. Well, maybe I I do feel that if if they have uh, the network capability independently. Then that would be a much bigger draw to me. Yeah, just so if that it's I don't a have phone to manage replacement? that. Well, not necessarily a replacement, but you don't need to have your just phone in your pocket, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a lot of the issue for me. Is like, I can't really, I can't really use this as a thing for when I can't access my phone. Like you mentioned, the gym thing. If I were to put my phone in the in gym locker, yeah, exactly. More than likely, it's not going to work anymore because it can't find the phone. Not just because it's yeah. far away, but also it's inside of a metal box. Mm -hmm. You know? I, I don't know. Well, I that, well that said, the fitness stuff still all works. You just wouldn't get your notifications. So, like, all, all, everything on the watch itself still works, just to be clear. You don't need your phone for that type of stuff. That's no, I know. confusing. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I had, had the, the Samsung Gear thing. It's not, not anywhere near as, you know, advanced, but it's got the same issues. Yeah. So. Didn't Sam's didn't Android have a version that didn't require a phone though? Didn't they have one? Oh yeah, there's been I mean there's been tons. I mean basically it's its own phone that is running stuff that looks like watch stuff. It's not exactly Android Wear uh gotcha. OS. Yeah, there's been the, I mean there's been tons. The disadvantage of them having network capability and being standalone is that that's a whole other fucking contract situation that they can Fucking stick you with. 
Right. Yeah. Well, that's why I always just buy all my. Well, that's the thing. If you buy it outright, you're not in a contract. Like I just buy all my phones outright. I never can ever sign a contract. Yeah, but you're still have but a still, contract you're when you get service. I'm not talking about connection. just the whole like buying it from the company, but oh, also yeah. right. you know when you whenever you get cell phone service, it's like this. Okay, you you're with us for two years. No, now, that's you know, only if you, you don't own the device. Switch. The two year thing. It's only if you don't own the device. Like I've never, I don't have any, I don't have any term term limit on my on my contract with AT and T, because I own my device, and that's okay. I think yeah. I think that was a law that got passed. I think I'm not I'm not certain. I know like in England that is. That's why you can just go up to a, literally a vending machine and pop a SIM card in, and you're not under any contract. Like the moment you land in right. another country, you just go up to the vending machines the there in the airport. The reason they want you in a contract is because you're going to get a subsidized phone through them, where they're spending. Three hundred dollars on part of the phone, so that you get the phone for only a hundred to right. two hundred to three hundred dollars. But I guess yeah, I didn't, so I didn't know that because I can't afford to buy these things outright because they're six hundred dollars right. or seven hundred dollars. Exactly. Honestly, if they didn't if they didn't have the contract method, I wouldn't have a fucking cell phone. <laughs> but yeah. on the other hand, it still feels like I'm getting fucked all the time. <laughs> my phone, yeah. the screen is coming off of my phone right now. Oh, I can't do anything about it though because I'm not allowed to fucking change my phone. Can't Which, you still uh, like switch or whatever? No, they, they, I can't. I can't switch it for a new phone until they say I can. Oh wow! Well, okay. So on like on every all, two years, there's two on all networks. On all networks, AT and T, Verizon, T-Mobile, whoever, you can still bring your own phone to the network. Uh, you're still oh, yeah, going to be under get, contract. Let me get seven hundred bucks then. Yeah, no, no, but there's plenty. There's there's plenty of phones that that there's like the the Moto G, the Moto, and I think it's under a hundred. Um, it's still like close to a hundred dollars. Badge has got some really shitty phone ZTE. that's really cheap. Yeah, I think that's ZTE, probably it. The Moto yeah. G there. Yeah. The Badge has got the <laughs> shitty phone. Octocore processor, you know. It gave me cancer trying to get directions in his car. He handed that thing to me, and I now am terminal. <laughs> that's sadly his retardedness. Um, <laughs> The yeah, OnePlus, you know, one, three. Go, go to some, yeah, one of these Chinese sites like Banggood or um, <laughs> well, Alibaba. Banger. Yeah, go to yeah, Banger. It's the go same manufacturer as, um, the, which one is it? I think it's this, I think it's ZTE. They also make Nexus phones. So, mm. you know, it's the same manufacturer. It's in the same factory. Um, and, you know, you get, this was 100, 130 quid, I think. You know, it's a top-end phone. Where's Co going to get quid uh, well, from? Fairly fair, fair, fair. <laughs> Yeah, where's the going to happen? Um, you, you could do that. Oh, of course, you can always just fix your own phone. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it yeah. still works. It still works. It's just... Hmm. So I gave a little misinformation. The Moto G4 uh, is $200. Damn, um, but that's everything. Uh, and it's a it's a really decent phone. Um it's not be honest, like a flagship. This is going to yeah. sound like super uh, shitty after all of that, but the other problem is I'm not sure I could go back to a shittier phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> what are you using? I have a, well, I have a G5, which is not the cutting oh, yeah. edge, but like when you're used to yeah. being able to run apps a certain way, and each phone, we're still in that phase of where phones haven't reached the plateau. Like with PCs, we're kind of plateaued. When you get a new PC these days, it doesn't you don't feel it quite as much. We're sort of right. at the peak. But cell phones are still like really changing yeah. each yeah. single generation. And uh, if I were to step down to something lesser, I probably wouldn't even really. I'd rather just not even have one. <laughs> to be yeah. honest, the yeah. last I don't big use jump it that much. in PC 
was uh, I noticed was solid state drive. That was the last thing I actually noticed yes. the big difference. Yes. Yeah. Going from a platter drive booted yeah. up to a solid state drive. That was just like yeah. wow. Big time. I have one computer that still has a spinning drive in it, and every time I turn it on, I'm like, something broken. Did it, is it updating? What's going on? Oh, no. It just has a spinning drive inside of it. It just, <laughs> it just Way sucks. longer. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe that I'm, like, freaking out over this. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't let – so, uh, long story short, do you think you're going to get the Apple Watch 2? No. No. If, they, if, if, it was, if it was slimmer and it came with, like, phone connectivity, then Yes. But the only thing it's adding is GPS and more battery life. The battery life doesn't matter to me. Every night when I plug it in, it still says it's got like 80%. So right. doesn't matter. And you matter. take it off every night. That's yeah, when I like... go to bed. Yeah, I'm just taking it off my yeah. watch. Um, so, I don't think I'm buying one either. Yeah, don't need another watch. I do need yeah. another. I was going to buy another band because like this band is starting to have a little bit of an odor um, after uh, getting all sweaty and stuff every day. And I've been like, I like, I've like washed it with like alcohol and all stuff. It doesn't matter. Um, but I was looking at the bands inside the store the other day, and they're like really expensive so i think i'm gonna buy like i I, I bought the band that you can you can change so i'm just gonna buy like an off-brand band i think um, yes because yeah like yes. the apple sanction bands are like 200 suggest the uh the other bands because that's what i have on mine and i love it i mean i got a band for like i almost want to say 20 dollars. i can't remember um and it is fantastic i really 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 like it yeah, I'm not going um, to buy an Apple sanctioned band. They're, they're too expensive. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously searching just Apple Watch band on uh, on Amazon. Let me see if I can find mine real fast. I mean, there's a there's all sorts and all and all the colors, and uh, I really feel like uh, there's even the Melanie's loops and stuff like that that are um, like ten dollars and stuff wow. like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They want like the cheapest one I think is one fifty up to like three hundred for fucking bands. Yeah, they're high. Anyways, let's move on to badge. Yeah, here's yes. the one. The one I bought was twenty one dollars. Okay, I'll link it to you. So, um, we all know that uh, gaming causes people to go out and murder people and make kids stupid, right? Oh yeah. Well, apparently there has been a positive link between video games and academic performance. There you go. What? Uh, this flies in the face of everything I, I know. What is going on? So, um, children who play online video games tend to do better in academic science, maths, and reading tests, according to an analysis of data from over 12,000 high school students in Australia. Um, now, it does go on to say that there is no confirmed correlation between the high-scoring kids and the fact that they play games, because obviously it's very hard to find kids that don't play games at that age, I think. Um, but generally, and it has been said before that surgeons that play games have better uh, male dexterity and work record. So um, I think there is something to be said for it, but it's nice to actually have something a little positive for a change. So um, kids should take this link to their parents next time. Well, you know they say yeah, all like uh, psychopaths are normally they normally um, test pretty high, so we can just loop this right back around to uh, gaming's make murderers. Yes, <laughs> uh, no, exactly. There was there was, oh, God, who was it? I think it was one of like, the Paris ones or the German German ones fairly recently. 
Um, and they said, oh, yeah, he played, you know, online shooting games. Said, well, yeah, he was a teenager. They all yeah. do. Who the fuck doesn't, though? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, yeah, he breathed we're, oxygen. We're surrounded by evidence that they don't yeah. cause violence. Because one out of a million or ten million people who play video games is not really very good evidence that video games are causing fucking anything. Right. It's kind of like saying, like, uh, the, he drove a car. People that drive cars kill people. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I recommend a, a TV show? Is, is it Cars the movie? <laughs> the uh, Penn and Teller bullshit episode oh, on video gaming. Actually, I'll just recommend Penn and Teller's bullshit the entire series, but specifically cromulent to this topic, the one they did on gaming. I was like, did they do it on on basically how video games do not cause violence, and all of that is bullshit? And who's the who's the who's the asshole? What's his name? What's his name? Yeah, there's that one guy, the lawyer, Uh, the lawyer, Jack Jack is thing, yeah, Jack, Jack, Jack Thompson, something, Jack Jack Thompson, you got it, yeah, yeah, he's an asshole. There's um, he's been like disbarred or something though, yeah, and everything, yeah, like he's he's been pretty, he he crushed himself by trying to do that, so. Justice, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone. Yeah, I realized he's a U.S. Uh, moving on, I guess. Uh, right? I mean, we all. I think all of us are like. I like video games. I like this story. This is great. Let's just, <laughs> let's just yeah. put this out. With the let's retweet this. You know, let's just uh, get everybody else thinking about the same thing that we are thinking. I, I think all of us are like we spent an hour and a half on those first two topics. Exactly, exactly. Um, Okay, moving on to Vex. You have some cool stuff to talk about. Remember, this is going out tomorrow, so uh, what you're going to be talking about will probably have already passed. But uh, Ah, tell us about your big news. Yeah, no no big deal. Yep. Okay, so it was one of my Patreon milestones, and I got a web developer. Her name is Quirkney. She's amazing. Thank you, Quirkney. Superhostile.net has launched by the time you watch this. Especially if you watch this like a month from now, then it's like really launched. But <laughs> it's been uh, launched yeah, large It's orbiting the planet right now. now. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and and so I, it's superhostile.net. You can find um, news on there. That I've got a forum set up because uh, I hate Reddit. I'm trying to get off Reddit. And, and, uh, and yeah, all the maps are there and news and updates. And it, it's awesome. That's awesome. But that's not the topic I came here to talk about. I really wanted to talk about... Uh, but thank you for letting me pimp my website. I appreciate that, Chad. No problem. Um, he, had his, he had his headphones like, off. I made him set phone back. No, I heard, I heard you. My ear gets hot a little bit. Um, yep. Now, what what all can people like do, and what do they expect, and like what like what's, what's, what's the story with it? Well, I mean, I'm on... Twitter, I'm on Reddit, I'm on Patreon, I'm on all these places, and it's kind of like, people have always said they wish there was, like, one place to go to, <coughs> you know, see everything I'm involved in. So, yeah, cool. superhostile.net. And also, you know, it's kind of nice to be independent of, like, like, Reddit and Twitter could, like, go down tomorrow, and it doesn't, I mean, it would matter, but I've got my own own website now. He used to have superhostile.com, but apparently I let it lapse. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. 
Yeah, some some like squatter company wants like thousands of dollars for it, and I was just like, nah, nah, I'll take .NET. It's okay. That's such bullshit. I hate that. Um, <sighs> but, yeah, but what I really really wanted to talk about was I tried the HTC Vive. <laughs> with a V. Not the vibe. <laughs> he said vibe before the, the podcast I said, started. Apparently, I said it sounded like I said vibe earlier, <laughs> and they gave me shit for it. Like I was using some sort of like only available in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> some sort of like virtual reality masturbation device. Which I'm there's lots of the, them. I'm sure. The thing is, I'm pretty sure VR is going to be used for porn. Like half the time, probably half the time. I, I don't you think so? Figures, <laughs> but I bet it's, there's going to be a lot of porn games out there for it. Half but holy the shit, time. I got to use. I got to use VR for the first time. Well, no, not the first time. I've used it before, but it's always been like, um, like it's just the helmet, and it's just the the shitty roller coaster game. It's not even a game. You just sit there and kind of look around, and it's a roller coaster with crappy graphics, and it's just like, oh, okay, this is. This is Ooh, nice, like seeing, I guess. Uh... Yeah, it's just like, eh, it's whatever. But then, the, then like, the clerk comes over in the store, and he hands me... I see him walking up. I got this, the fucking the head, uh, headset on. And he, he walks up, and I see him carrying the sticks. And I look down in the VR, and I just see the sticks floating to me. <laughs> and I reach out and grab them. And that was when it clicked with me. Uh... That I could just reach out and grab these things floating in the air in front of me. Right. And I knew exactly where they what were. What the fuck is Batch doing? Like Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but Jesus Batch, Christ, are Batch, are you farting? Like, what is the sound? Oh, oh, he's opening and closing thunder? drawers. Is it? I feel is like that? you have a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm trying to move something with my feet, and I can't hear the background noise because my headphones are on, but it's like. Gets the ability to monitor his own Monitor his own audio. He's going to be like, I'm so loud. Oh, God. Sorry to interrupt because Badge was interrupting. But yeah, I'd love that too. Like the first time you get to actually see, you instinctively know exactly how far to reach and everything to grab them because just of how well it's done. Yeah, that's when it really clicked with me. Because I, I was on the fence about the VR thing. I was I was like, I could go either way. I was like, maybe it's a fad that'll die out and I'll be sad about it because it won't live up to the, the hype. But, um, yeah, as, yeah I, I want one of these things. And I, I'm, I think I'm waiting. I'm going to wait to maybe the second generation where it's hopefully the price comes down. Because I don't know if you've been on Amazon recently and looked at the price on a Vibe. I'm just gonna call it the vibe from now on. Six hundred dollars or something. Yeah. It's six ninety nine. Oh, no. It is six ninety nine. Yeah. For an HTC vibe. Yeah. Vibe. With the sticks and everything. Yeah. Yeah. The sticks at, are uh, standard. Last I looked at it, it was like thirteen hundred dollars or something. And that must be some no, kind of Zealand bundle or, or something. Australian or whatever it is. Like yeah. It's, yeah. It's, Actually. Five nine nine. Oh no, wait. That's the uh, Rift. That's five nine nine. Yeah. So there's. If you do the search on Google, it says one thousand seven hundred and thirty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Really? Uh, but then right next to it, it's uh, seven hundred ninety nine dollars. I don't know. I'm trying to click this stupid thing. Like, I could have swore. CDW. I paid six ninety nine for mine. I don't ever use it yeah. though. Ever. It's. Uh, I think that uh, here we go. You, uh, it's pre-order. it's twelve hundred dollars on Amazon right now, U.S. I paid six ninety nine for mine. Like when it first came out, I don't know. I don't know. What? Yeah. They they were yeah. 
I think they were. That was the price point when they were released. I don't know if they're. Did they stop selling them? Was like a, like was that like a set wave of like the first wave? I don't know. Yeah, I know Best Buy carries them in store now. I'm looking on their website now too. <laughs> why is I, it I so expensive the... on Amazon? I know it it's, is. It is. It is high on Amazon. I don't know why. I'm trying to figure that out too. This doesn't. Even look like like that image isn't of an HD Vive uh, release gen. That is the uh, development version. Just go to the HTC's website. That's what I'm doing right now to see what it sells for on there. Uh, sounds I mean, like a think says, tank in here. I know. We're working no, it's, it out. It's order <laughs> yeah. for seven hundred and ninety nine dollars right now. Like I can. Yeah, yeah, seven ninety nine on the HTC's website. Oh shit! Okay, that's uh, that's a bit better then. I might. I'm gonna have to get. Why one. the fuck is it so expensive on Amazon? That's really Amazon weird. Probably a scalper, I'd imagine. Uh, no, it says it's being stores. sold by HTC unless someone has managed. I don't know. It says no. It's it's, it's made by HTC. Oh, does link it. it. Hold on. I'm going. I'm going. Like the one you're looking at. Let me see it. It runs on algorithms anyway, doesn't it? I'll have you know I'm a professional Amazon <laughs> Prime shopper, and I can sort this out. Yeah, being yeah, sold right. by HTC, I swear is what they're saying. Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I'm linking it right uh, now. Let me look. No, it's from <laughs> sold by Legendary Juni. Oh, by HTC, I see, I see. I hadn't clicked yeah, on it yet. Sold and shipped by Legendary Yes, yeah, so This is yeah, just scalping bullshit. I knew that's what it was going to say. Yeah, no, yeah. So it's it's part of their marketplace. It's not sold through Amazon. Yeah. I, I want to say, Amazon, sometimes your shit is fucking confusing as evidenced by all this shit yeah, that's happened. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you, you also, like, you gotta, like, I understand that there's there's Amazon, sold by Amazon, and there's a marketplace that Amazon can sell, can buy stuff through. It's like a they, really slick eBay, basically. Mix it all yep. together. And yep. they mix it all up. And so, like, yep. you'll go up, like, I'll do price matching at Best Buy. I'll be like, hey, can you guys price match this? And they're like, you, you, do you realize there is two sides to Amazon? I'm like, yes, I, I get it. And they're like, no, 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 you don't. There's a marketplace and they're sold by it. I'm like, I got it. I, I understand. And they're like, nobody ever understands. Nobody gets us. <laughs> There's the worst thing inside. that they do. There's also sold by somebody else, but fulfilled by Amazon. Mm. Exactly. Well, that's that's. Yeah. The, I don't even know how that shit works. You I ship it to their warehouse and they hold it, and then they yeah. ship it out. Yeah. But yeah. it's like we could do that with like, like our a, products, for example. It's like a content distribution network, but mm -hmm. physical. Right. Yeah. But, but oh, it yeah. can work yeah. out cheaper, can't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I think you were gonna say something. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say the worst thing that they do with it. Amazon suck. Yeah. I think the wor the worst part of that marketplace thing that they do is um, they'll just slap any old picture on there. So occasionally I do look at Amazon when I'm looking at retro stuff. And because people do resell through there too, and sometimes the prices are cheaper. But I'm used to eBay or Craigslist where you're going to get a picture of the actual item. Mm -hmm. And so that matters a lot of times because a lot of things share the same name, but they're actually different, you know? Yep. Uh, they just slap whatever picture on there from their fucking database, and they don't give a shit. Uh, but they don't yeah. really, in, they don't tell you that that's what's happening, so they, it's just, mm. yeah. That, uh, I also had a thing where, like, I, I ordered a pair of shoes, and they were gray on the product page. But when I <laughs> added them to my cart, they were orange. And <laughs> I was clash. like... This is awkward. Like, which one am I buying? I'm I'm not sure. Bought it. They were orange. I wanted gray. 
<laughs> I was like, uh, your product page is wrong. <laughs> like, it's shoes. It's also like a fashion thing. It, you'd think that they would get that right. <laughs> and not to, like, uh, like, oh, you'd to, like to uh, buy, a, buy a blue shirt? Oh, haha, <laughs> here's a red shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and you're going to get killed Vex on the next saying. away mission. With those orange shoes, big target. Um, no red shirt, Star Trek. Yeah, good. Oh yeah, the red shirt as well. Yeah. Oh right, 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 right. right. I get you. Imagine the red shirt guy always dies. <laughs> but um, back to the VR thing, and with what it's you're so talking about cool. there, Vex. Oh, God, I, want it so bad. I I haven't actually used any of the new VR yet. I think a little bit of the hurdle is like how the sort of cumbersomeness of using it at this. Point. I mean, that's Actually, what's keeping be. me from using it right now. Is I gotta, I like, I gotta like, dedicate a space to it. You know, I yeah. can't just. You have to put use the it. shit on the wall and. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, and that's even with the whole room set up. Yeah. Yeah, the Oculus has a lot of sort of prerequisites and stuff. Like, your machine has to be up to the task, and uh, I, I actually don't really know a lot about the details. But I do know. I was just talking about this the other day because I've been doing the Metroid games or whatever. But they, um, on the Wii, they did a lot of first-person games where you use the motion controls. And particularly with Metroid Prime, um, the third one is the first one that did it, but they also brought one and two up to the Wii and gave it the same controls. That's the only gaming experience that I have had in recent times that makes me feel like a, a kid again because of the how visceral it feels. When, you're, when you move... Your arm, Samus's arm, moves with you, and it just feels very natural. And I think in the third one they did some things too, where you like you you open a door by reaching out and then turning like that, and that feeling of really being the character and also feeling like you're really in the world and really manipulating things in the world is uh, I don't know. It's it's something else. It's like another level. It's it's, it's really like the, first time, the very first time you ever played a first person game. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, like a, just a step beyond that, even. Yeah, that's how I felt. I was just like, this is the like coolest shit ever. And I was doing the um, Space Pirate training game. That one's have good. That one's good. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, that's really uh, good. Love, You're like, like shooting drones. Yeah, and I would, I would, like, you, would, you would take the stick and just reach up to your shoulder and pull it, and then pull it back down to switch out to a shield. And I was like, holy shit, this is what they did in like, Sword Art Online, where you just like reach up behind your shoulder to get your weapon out or put it away and um and i did i did the cool shit where you uh you hold the shield up and i turn the shield sideways and i shot the shield in my hand and by doing that i was bouncing the projectiles everywhere i was being fancy hmm. and i was shooting down the drones by bouncing bullets off my own shield to hit them but um that's cool yeah i, I like I just the fact to that gush you can... about it i'm sorry i don't have a news article or anything to link um, <laughs> that's fine but I, I like your experience. <laughs> I like the idea just... of being able to manipulate the yeah. rules that way, because games don't normally let you do that. You can't do that in Zelda. You can't take Link's shield and, and try to somehow like like throw a bomb in the air and then hit it with the shield or something like that. Yeah, yeah, ex exactly. And I didn't like. I just figured that out. I was like, can I shoot my own shield? But um. And I really want this. I really want the Vive, and I really want this game called um, Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades. <laughs> yeah. and, I've seen these uh, gifs lately that are fucking hilarious. Yeah, of like people trying to figure out how guns work, and like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, but just just go to like the Steam uh, store page for it and watch like some of the videos. I was just like, I want that. 
It does look fun. Looks so yeah. much fun. Yeah. <sighs> like that's that's really what I want. I want like a I want like a one to one virtual like perfect like uh, I want the Star Trek holodeck. Basically, I think that's what everyone wants. Yeah. The problem is space, isn't it? Uh, not not yeah. The, the final, final frontier. frontier. You know. Yeah. <laughs> The size of people's living rooms. I mean, that's what they're trying to solve with those little fucking things you sit in with the friction of the socks and you walk around or whatever. That's what that's that's the whole point of those, right? But they're kind of. I don't think they've perfected them yet, have they? Yeah, the ones I've used weren't great, but. Uh, Is it your socks? No, you you get special socks that you put on that are frictionless. (laughs) Who wants to put on socks before playing a game? That's. Yeah. If if it would enable you to play, like I I remember seeing those and thinking, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So because I always felt like the problem with VR is, well, movement is really important, and if you can't really move because you can't see what you're doing, that's a big problem for VR. But then you see these things where you just stand in them and you just you know just run in place or whatever. But the problem there is, I can already just by looking at it, I can sort of feel how awkward it would feel because yeah. you know you. You, you're not you're you're sort of held in place and you're supposed to sort of pretend like you're moving but it uh, I can yeah just it just doesn't feel right really on your awkward. feet you know what would be freaking yeah. amazing imagine this you go to you show up at a laser tag thing kind of deal but it's not laser tag anymore you show up at like this warehouse and you go in and they give you a wireless VR headset and inside the warehouse you look around and you see all these um plywood objects. I know where you're going here. And as soon yeah, as you put the exists. VR headset on, yeah, th- yeah, I, I think they actually uh, do exist. But yeah, as soon as you put the headset on, you're in like you know an RPG world, and those yeah. boxes have become like castle walls. And but uh, you can actually touch them, and you'll feel something, and you have a reference as you walk around this warehouse. You know, it basically takes. It, it kind of makes live action role playing not lame anymore, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So you're it was, it basically describing it's like a mixture of VR and uh, AR, right? Together. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which is that would be um, that would be pretty damn cool, actually. I mean, nothing really does that. I mean, there's the Hololens, but that's AR stuff that I don't think could do that level of merging the two two concepts together. Not really, no. Um, you know there are there are like downloadable things for the uh, Gear VR that that are meant for roller coasters. So you use the Gear VR on like a roller coaster, and it's meant, it goes with the that actual roller coaster and it, stuff. What does it have like an overlay of like different like, stuff going on while you're yeah, riding it? Or? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Instead <laughs> That's of insane. Yeah, like when you go down this hill, things actually happen in the in the you know the, the scene that they've developed. Turn any roller coaster into Orlando Studios. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we should move on to questions because we're going to run out of time well before the yeah. time oh, yeah. in yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Moving on to Ask <laughs> Crack. Hey, podcasters and possible guests, if you had to relive <laughs> your childhood with one Minecracker as your sibling, who would you choose and why? A E I E. Uh, they more or less have what? Not you, it's Bash. How could you be so loud? How could you be the loudest that, human that, being and that, not that realize was, it? That was that was an audible re- re- reaction to the question. That wasn't okay. Well, before that, you were just like when he first started, you were just like, <laughs> something I don't even know. Oh my gosh! Uh, anyway. Do you use a preamp to? <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you use a preamp Ooh. for your microphone? Uh, no. Do, can you turn on audio monitoring? No, it's USB. <laughs> I have a USB preamp too. No, it's not preamp. It goes straight to my PC. He's just got a That's Blue Yeti that it just is. plugs right into his, yeah. his okay, computer. Okay, no, okay, yeah. I mean, you could if you plug. Are, is your headphones plugged into the PC or to the Blue to, Yeti? To the PC. Yeah. Okay, you can plug it into the Blue Yeti I and can't do audio really monitoring. Fix me out. Because <laughs> yeah. you hear all the shit you that comes out of here. Else is <laughs> if you actually did that. Uh, God damn it. I.e., they uh, more or less have their. You, you Wait, they more or less have their personality and their other traits, but were born into or adopted into your family. So. If it if it was Milby, it'd still be Milby, but he's he's in our family. Thanks for answering. Uh, love you all. Hail Lord Badge. Uh, Will from Alaska. Um, who would I? Uh, who? Which Minecracker would I want to be my sibling? Uh, I would say Seth because he would help me with my <laughs> math tests. I feel like Seth <laughs> is like the person person to have like around like. Help me with this thing. I don't know how it works. You'd be like, okay, does that work? If they get to be younger than me, I'd pick Paws, just because I'd love to be Paws' older brother and just fuck his life up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's mine. I didn't have to kill it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, the answer is always usually Jeff, but... Um... It's not necessarily quite so it's obvious in this one. Oh, come back to me. Ding, 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 ding. I don't know. That is a tough question, actually. It is. It is. I, I don't know. Like, I've, it's also I'm so personal. Child, so... Like, who do you want to live with you? Yeah. Oh, oh, who's, who's bringing the best thing to the table? Well, then, <laughs> I, I think for me it would probably be. It'll be because I could kind of imagine us oh, being yeah. like two crazy brothers playing games all mm -hmm. the time. I think that that's that could be a thing. Although we're pretty damn different, so I can't really see us as brothers that well. But that's my my thought. Yeah, Milby would definitely be fun. I kind of want that, but I really just wanted to <laughs> fuck with Paws as the older brother. Also, Dad needs to be your dad <laughs> or your uncle. Okay, or I don't, I don't, know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want there. that one. No, how did, we'd have to, we'd have to, he'd have to come to my side of the family. First time I met Dadby, the man kissed me. We didn't see each other for three seconds, and he's kissing me. He's, he's a nice guy. Lucky like you, that. I got a hug. I mean, he's, I, I wasn't, I, I just didn't know how, I wasn't prepared for that. I'm not, I wasn't, I that. It wasn't bad. It was good. It was a good kiss. I liked it. You didn't complain <laughs> when I kissed you. Yeah. <laughs> it had been a little bit longer. I had, I had sauced you up a little bit. Was there tongue? There, yeah, there might as well have been. It was very wet. It, might as it was well? very wet. It might as well? What is that answer? It was very wet. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Do you have a brother, Vex? I think having maybe Aurelian as a little sister would be kind of cool. Because I would basically get to troll her on demand at any time, <laughs> and that would be that would be pretty fun. Uh, that's funny. Did Bash pick anyone? No, I um, 
I think not not you because I think you'd probably get me arrested. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I mean, Co would be quite good because I think we're quite similar in a lot of ways, and the, a lot of old gaming fun would be good. Um, I could help you with your microphone too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Biddy would probably be good in that regard too. He's going to kick me out of his family now. Yeah, you're out. You're adopted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Aguilar. Aguilar. I think it's how he says it. Uh, hello, Minecracker. Aguilar. Ag- what? Christian Aguilar? Huh? You said? <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> hello, Minecracker and special guest. Would you go to Mars even if there was no possible way to give back to Earth? Huh? <sighs> if I was the first person to step foot on Mars, Yes. I was the second person? No. <laughs> okay. I want to be remembered for me leaving on Earth. So you wouldn't well, do it just to do it? Then uh, what's, yeah. what's your... No, I don't think... Yeah, I don't why think... are we going there? <laughs> what's is, is your there, stepping out of the... There? God damn it, right. you're getting fucked today. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're that committed to it, what's your stepping out of the lander phrase? Because oh, you're God. the first person that ever. Suck. That would suck. can't get back. Like, you're that's what he comes there, out with. So that would suck. And also, you you're gotta, gonna be the you famous have, you red-haired astronaut. Oh, I know. Uh, Hitler did nothing wrong. It, you know, for, oh, God. Jesus. Yeah, no, you have to live up to. That's <laughs> one small step for man, that. you know? I, that, if someone did that, I wonder what would phrase. happen. I, oh, I just want to know what would happen. just forget about it. It would be, like, talked about for a week, and then no history books would write about it. They'd be too embarrassed. Like... It'd I feel like that'd be a solid. Man. It would be a blip, but it would be a solid fact that would never leave. It would oh, just yeah, be the be time trivia. that guy stepped out on Mars, first yeah. person on Mars, said Hitler did nothing wrong, yeah. and then we erased him from history. Basically, I, I think that I, I think that history would be too embarrassed about you to like to to really commend you know that achievement. It would change the course of history. It would like, and then we didn't go back to Mars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we decided Earth was pretty okay because that jerk on Mars still lives there. Give it a few years. Come out and be like, first. First. Yeah. first. Your first Whoa. words are hashtag first. You know, out of the lander. And also lol that you say out loud, which is like that, that just something just as cringeworthy as, as possible. The lol 420 <laughs> get wrecked. Yeah, Yeah, it's air horn sounds. That's what it is. That's that's what I do first thing. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, that that's so that's such a difficult question. I mean, I'd think about that for probably years and probably still not feel like uh, I'd live up to. That's one small step for man. You know, one giant leap for mankind. Well, I think we've done an excellent job of ruining the questions. Yeah, exactly. All right, move on. I wouldn't go. That's for sure. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm happy here. Yeah, same. Badges, your question next. Oh, is it? All right. Dear Podcrackers, what do you think about products moving towards a cloud and a subscription-based model, as opposed to the old system where you buy it once and you have it indefinitely on your machine? That's from SS51. I want to buy it once and have it indefinitely in the cloud in case my machine... <laughs> Like catches on fire, I still got it. So basically, Steam. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I but am kind of in the middle, because like I I bought 
cre I bought uh, so the Adobe products like uh, CS three and four, and those are thousands of dollars, right? Um, and then Creative Cloud came out, and the thing is, is I want to be on the cutting edge of of whatever you know program is it, that I'm using to edit, um, uh, and they get you for longer because like I've had creative cloud now for a few years, but still, if I was going to buy a new CS every year, creative cloud is still less expensive. And I like the fact that they update it. They update it a lot and it's constantly updated. Uh, that's the only way that I'd ever go into a sub, a subscription service is if I know that the product will be updated really regularly. Um, so I'm in the mill. Yeah, like I've used – I also have Creative Cloud. And there's like several pieces of software there that I've used once or twice and never again. And, you know, in the past <laughs> I would have just not had that option or who knows, you know, tried to find a cracked version and end up with a virus. Who knows? Something. Not, not, not paid $800 for it. So I kind of like that. I mean, it's definitely better for them as a business model too. They're making more money. They're making money. It's kind of like it's kind of like the when people talk about people that are buying fast food instead of buying groceries. People can't afford to go spend $150 on groceries, but they can't afford to spend the same amount of money or more on fast food over a long period of time because they're paying smaller amounts right. um, each day. You know, whatever their income is allows them to do that. Um, I think it's the same the same kind of business model with this. It's a, you, you can spend fifty bucks a month, but you can't spend eight hundred bucks once on the thing. Um, but then you look at like I know Microsoft has done the same thing with Office three six five, and um, you know the working with Microsoft on certain things, they've brought up, hey, you use Office three six five, and my answer is normally no. I use Google Google Docs and you know Google things. So I think there's there's there, there's there's versions of the same type of setup that so far haven't sold me and I, and I think Microsoft might be one of those. We use it. Oh, get the fuck out of here, so much. I play so much to Adobe and fucking Microsoft. Get the fuck it's out of here stupid. right now, Sevitus. And, and special guest on the podcast, Sevitus. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Is this the podcast? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck do you think we were just yep. casually talking about <laughs> Office 365? No. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought this was going to be a meeting. No. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Are you okay the with, the, right. with your opinions being yeah, on the I'm, I We pay way too much money. Am I allowed to curse on I don't even <laughs> yeah. know, and I'm all nervous. Oh, it's fine. Swear it up. Oh, my God. Oh, I've already cursed several times. I really hope we're allowed to, otherwise I'm <laughs> Yes. Yeah, man. Drop Goods is going to read me after this. Yeah, you shouldn't say the bad words, Vex. <laughs> Okay, so let's yes, go to the next uh, questions kind of quickly or not at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think we're out of time. We're out of time. we're out of time. We got to get ready for the yeah. meeting. Uh, thank you, uh, uh, Vex, for being on the podcast. Thank you so yeah, much. No Thanks, Evidus, also yeah. as well. Sorry. You know, that, uh, <laughs> that, that quick He muted his mic. He's, he's out. Yeah. He walked away. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't forget to check out uh, superhostile.net uh, if you are a patron subscriber of, uh, of Vex and is that the only thing patron what, – what are the ways that they get access to that? Well, they can still get access to it. Oh, it's, it's, but it's public, it, yeah. Yeah, it's public. Oh, it's public. It's just, there that is was just going a... to be a patron-only section of the site, though. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So. Um, if you want to sub 
support the podcast, make sure you send in a question. That's really the only way to support the podcast. Uh, Mindcracklp.com. <laughs> don't watch it. Just fucking ask us some questions. Don't even listen yeah, to this know. shit. I'm totally out of it. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes or on YouTube. Links are also there at Mindcracklp.com. Podcast. Thanks, uh, thanks, guys, for being on the show. And we'll see you next podcast. Bye. 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 Hitler did nothing wrong. God damn it.